the ladies, the gentlemen, the fellas, the fellas, the fellas, you got it. You got the NBA back. You got your two-game appetizer. You know what I'm talking about. Your spinach, artichoke dip. You're waiting all day to eat. You're out with the kids, the girlfriend. Or maybe you just go out to dinner by yourself. The spinach, artichoke dip. The loaded nachos. The wings. You're feeling good. You're feeling yourself. You might be feeling full. You might think you feel full because you're not used to this food. You're not used to the NBA games. Then a whole day goes by and you're waking up, you're watching this video, you're watching it even maybe the night before because uh, yeah, I'm recording this Thursday night. A little bit more on that in a second. Got to be traveling Friday morning early, heading back home for the first time since Thanksgiving. I'm actually very happy about that, seeing my family, some friends at home. I cannot wait for that. But I'm also very excited to be here for night number two to help you all out right now and just give you the straight facts, the straight information that you're going to need, the injury dashboard, the target offense sheet, Vegas pace, those types of things, and then some early interest. We got about 20 of them for you today. So make sure to sit back, relax, because very soon the main course is coming. You had to wait a whole day, right? You got your appetizer two games last night. Maybe some of you split the Millie Maker winner, right? The whole thing overlay like halfway. Maybe you went on Super Draft. I see a baker's dozen of you signed up yesterday. You got some easy cash flow, whether you paid MLB or NBA, whatever it might have been. I appreciate you being here because we got six games. And let me tell you right away, there's some crazy fucking teams in this bubble. Like, I'm not even joking. The Brooklyn Nets, go look at their roster. I'm going to tell you about it so you don't got to look at it. The Brooklyn Nets roster, the Washington Wizards roster, at least the players that are in the teams really that are playing tomorrow. Some crazy teams. I appreciate you all being here. Second of your time, if you would. Like button real quickly. Big old subscribe button just popped up on the YouTube video. Bottom right hand corner, if you could hit that. If you're listening on the podcast, hit the subscribe button, the follow button if it's on Spotify, whatever you might be listening on. And if you leave a review, whether you're watching on YouTube, how you doing? You want to go over there. Or if you're also watching or listening really on the podcast, you leave a review, you get a $50 giveaway chance at a $50 giveaway, right? So you're going to be entered into a raffle where only two people did it for the last video. So once a week, I'll pull one name, leave a way for me to contact you out of that. So be sure to do that down below. We're going to start it off, gang. I'll also call out that super draft, like I already kind of name dropped a little bit. They are a very good site right now because not only are they overlaying, they have some good price pools, two, three, four, five thousand dollars depending on the sport, up top for first. They're running golf right now. They're running also PGA. They're running MMA. They're running all of it right now, of course, in the MLB and the NBA. And I just played in the MLB again last night. And I won again. I'm not, I'm not bullshitting you. I'm not playing a thousand dollars, but I'm playing like 10, 20, 30 dollars over there. And I'm going to be le- putting more in there because last night, same exact thing happened. You stack the Yankees two nights in a row, you get some decent pitchers, and bada bing, bada bang, you win yourself. You're finishing like 65th overall. You got yourself a nice little $30 win on like a $10 investment. So it's pretty good. Go over there because only 60% of the contest field is filling. So right now is the time to get over there before a lot more people go over there. So use the promo code SAL, S-A-L, if you're listening on the podcast or on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, get in there. You'll get $10 free if it is your first deposit. Somebody in the comments the other day, I reached out back to him, but he said, hey, I used it. I didn't get it. It's got to be your first deposit to get the $10 for free. You put that into an MLB, NBA contest, and you print some money. And if you don't print some money, I'm sorry, I can't make the lineups for you, but I think you're going to have a pretty good shot relative to some of the other sites out there. So with that said, let's crack our knuckles. Let's break down into it. I hope you all having a great day. Happy Friday to everybody out there. Now I'm going to be naming some of the big names. So some of these guys might seem obvious to you if you've been keeping up with the news, but a lot of people haven't been keeping up with the news. So some of the big stars that are not with their teams because they're not going to be playing because maybe they're actually injured or they're just not with the team in the bubble. They chose not to go there. I'll be catching you up on those guys. Some of these teams are just there because like they know they're not making the playoffs. So why go there for five, six, seven games for the next two weeks and why play, right? It doesn't matter for them if they have big contracts or playing for contracts. Guys like Bradley Beal, some other players, Kyrie Irving probably wanted to play if indeed Kevin Durant would have played, but not going to be the case. So I'm going to be talking about some players, but you'll see some guys not on this list that are going to be out. I just don't want to list 40 players for you, right? Like Wilson Chandler type players, like DeAndre Jordan type players. I don't want to be listing 40 players down the line of scrimmage and down the line right now. So I'm going to point out right now about 18 guys that I think are 
more impactful, some question marks, a lot of outs, and that's going to lead to very cheap players, a lot of minutes for players we're not used to, and I'll kind of break it all down throughout this video. Be sure to hit the like button and that subscribe button for me. Also, check out the sick fade I got if you're looking on YouTube right now. Hit the thumbs up for that bad boy alone. All right, so getting into the injury dashboard, Bradley Beal, Marcus Aldridge, these guys are not going to be with the team. They're $3,000 flat for a reason. You also have Marvin Bagley and Kyrie Irving, some of the big stars that aren't going to be with the team. We could also leech off of that and we can go into some names such as uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Those are just guys that are not with the team. So uh, right away, when I say no Kyrie Irving, obviously no Durant, there's no Wilson Chandler for the Nets. There's no DeAndre Jordan, but there's also no Spencer Dinwiddie and Kyrie Irving. Karis LeVert is going to ball the fuck out. It is that simple. He has a 1.44. And again, the, the splits will be a little bit different because we're still keeping some guys on the court. If you took all four of those guys off, there's gonna be like no minutes to look at. If you took off Kyrie Irving and if you took off Spencer Dinwiddie in 327 minutes, Karis LeVert is averaging 1.44 fantasy points per minute. This guy has a 33% assist percentage. He's also put, picking up decent rebounding with a 10% defensive rebounding rate. But the big thing is he's seeing a 39% usage rate. A 39% usage rate. Karis LeVert is only $7,800. We'll get there when we get there to the early interest. He's an absolute dynamite play. He should be $9,000. If you want to lock him into your cash lineups, you probably should. If you want to lock him into your tournament lineups, if you're playing like 10 to 20 lineups, you probably should. Hell, if you're playing 150 lineups, it's a big slate. You don't got to play 100%, but he should be a piece that you really do focus on on this slate. So as you go, there's your pick. There's your pick for you early on into the, the injury and, and status dashboard, but we're going to keep going down. Alex Len. So a couple things from Sacramento here, and let me filter this by team so we can hit on the teams all at once. I think that'll be easier for everybody viewing and listening. So now that it's filtered, you can see all the guys uh, for Brooklyn that are out. You could also add into this list. So it's Kyrie Irving, Prince, Tarion Prince, Spencer Dimity. You could also add into it Wilson Chandler. So there's obviously depth at the power forward with no Chandler, with no Prince out there. You could add into it DeAndre Jordan. So there's no true backup center now behind Jared Allen, who Jared Allen actually did see pretty big minutes in the scrimmage. I believe it was 28 and a half minutes that he saw. Normally you're seeing Jared Allen see like 24 to 26 minutes at best because DeAndre Jordan usually splits those minutes. I have Kemba Walker on here. He's the main point of emphasis for Boston. He's going to be limited to 18 to 20 minutes. He's going to play enough that it really doesn't make any of the other guys stand out values. Jason Tatum was lighting it up before the break. So if you want to get him at a slightly reduced cost, you can. But again, for about half of his minutes out there, he'll be out there with Kemba. He'll be out there with Jalen Brown. He'll be out there with Gordon Hayward. So it's always like it is with Boston. If these guys are on the court, even if it's only half half the minutes for Kemba or two thirds of the minutes for Kemba, whatever it ends up being. It's still a situation where it's really tough to want to get to any of them over the rest. They'll all project out pretty decently. I think they're all fairly priced, right? You get a little bit of a discount, definitely on Tatum. You get a little bit of a discount on Jalen Brown based on how he was playing before the break. Um, Going down a little bit more, you're not going to have Eric Gordon for a little while now with an ankle injury. They said that they were going to put Ben McLemore in at first, but then they came out and said that they're actually going to be starting Daniel House. So House is a pretty nice price point for starting in this spot against Dallas. You're going to get him starting in place of Eric Gordon. I do like that. Macklemore should see a little bit more run as well. This is a pretty big one. Tyus Jones is out for Memphis. So this is going to add to a lot of things. You're going to have John Morant, obviously starting the rookie, the guy that I love watching at the point guard position, but this is going to open up a lot of time, both at the backup point now for DeAnthony Melton and shooting guard. I think he'll play alongside John Morant. So DeAnthony Melton, a guy who has a ton of upside overall. I mean, with no Tyus Jones on the court this year, you're seeing DeAnthony Melton see 585 minutes, averaging about a point per minute, 0.97 points per minute with just Tyus Jones off the court. And he's been playing a lot better as of late. He'll pile into a bunch of different categories. The biggest thing for DeAnthony Melton was always, is he going to see 18 minutes, 20 minutes, or is he going to see 24 minutes? Now with no Tyus Jones out there, it's going to be easier for Melton to just get slotted into 20 to 22 minutes minimum. And now 24 to 26 becomes a high upside thing with the point per minute production. Yes, that's going to help him. It's also going to allow guys like Dylan Brooks to see more run. It's also going to allow, and Dylan Brooks, pretty decent usage, 23% without Tyus on the court. It's also going to allow for some other guys to crack into the starting 
not the starting rotation, but the rotation in general, and probably Grayson Allen being the main one. Marvin Jones is doubtful with a groin from Milwaukee. Urson will see a little bit more usage there, also filtering in a lot of things like Milwaukee in general. No Eric Bledsoe, no Pat Connaughton. They had COVID. They're still kind of getting back into the swing of things. They cleared it, but they're kind of getting back up to speed, I guess, is what it's, it's going to be called reconditioning. So with no Eric Bledsoe, with no Pat Connaughton, Dante DiVincenzo, who was starting a lot before the break, he'll get even more run and also probably just more ball handling duties. And then George Hill, I think, is somebody on the cheap end that's now going to see a lot of upside. I do like George Hill now. In 513 minutes with Bledsoe off the court, Chris Middleton is seeing over a 30% usage rate and a 22% assist percentage. So that's good to see. Outside of that, you're looking at guys like DiVincenzo, who sees a 16% usage rate. He's seeing somewhere around about a 15 and a half assist percentage. George Hill sees about a 0.93 fantasy point per minute. So that's what I want to look at. DiVincenzo is about a point per minute guy as well. But if George Hill is now very similar to DeAnthony Melton, you thought maybe 18, 20 minutes you normally get out of him. Now, if you get George Hill coming in here and playing 24 minutes, 25 minutes at close to point per minute or 0.95 minute production. Yes, I think DiVincenzo and mainly George Hill because of the price point are solid plays because of Bledstone Connington being out. Jonathan Isaac for Orlando is questionable. Keep a close eye on that one. For Phoenix, some of the bigs are going to be out are really the power forward, small forward combos. Aaron Baines is questionable coming back from COVID. I would not expect him to play, but we'll see. He was just interviewed and he sounded optimistic. Darius Sarge is questionable with an ankle. And you have Kelly Oubre. He's already out with a knee injury. So this is going to help McCall Bridges play big minutes that Ubre usually played like close to 40 minutes a game. Cam Johnson, Dario Sarge, if Sarge plays, should see some run. If Aaron Baines is in or out, it's still DeAndre Ayton at the center in a fantastic matchup against Washington and Mo Wagner and Thomas Bryant and whoever they want to put out there. It's going to be a very good spot. Marcus Aldridge, not with the team. Jacopoto, Lonnie Walker, these types of guys are going to get a lot of run. Poto very cheap as well. Bryn Forbes also for the Spurs is out. So DeJounte Murray's a fair price point. Patty Mills and also Derek White will see more run. And that's about it. Bradley Beal is out. The whole entire team for the Brooklyn Nets seems to be out as well. Uh, so with Bradley Beal being out, it's actually important because Shabazz Napier, maybe somewhat expensive, but I actually think a somewhat fair price point as well. I like that. Jerome Robinson becomes a value play that I don't really want to invest in, but Ish Smith at $4,000 flat is also somebody to take a look at. It's worth pointing out also with Washington before we go on that guys like obviously Jordan McRae is not with the team anymore. You have no more Isaiah Thomas with the team. So it's hard to kind of get a true sample of what this is going to look like. We are looking at a lot smaller samples here, but you are looking at a 1.19 fantasy point per minute producer in Shabazz Napier in a decent size, 250 minutes or about hundred minutes for Napier, 256 minutes for Ish Smith with about a point per minute production. So Ish and Napier are going to look good. Keep in mind when Ish was getting a lot of those minutes, Napier was not yet with the team, but Napier, Ish will look good. Troy Brown's always a hard guy to figure out more minutes likely coming his way above a 20% usage guy when there's no Beal, no Thomas, no McRae. He's going to be a decent point per minute producer. You're probably going to get him above one fantasy point per minute. So at the price point, all these wizards, very similar to a lot of the Brooklyn Nets are going to be in play. As we move on to the target offense sheet, I will solicit you all for a like and a subscribe button right now. It really does help. I want to get keep going towards 25,000 subscribers and then just keep going from there. I put a lot of time and effort into these videos. So if you can just hit the like and subscribe button, it helps a lot. And also again, like 13 of you yesterday signed up for Super Jeff. I got two screenshots of people winning a decent amount of money. I'm talking putting in like $10 or probably their free deposit bonus and winning like 25, one person won $60. So that's not always going to be the case, but I'm telling you, I would not be lying. I'm very emphatic about this because if they're only filling 60 to 65% of their contests, when DraftKings is filling 100% or 90 to 95% of all their contests, you have a 35% better chance to win money there. I know that you're trying to shoot for the million dollars. You can do that. Go play over there. But if you actually want to win money and build a bankroll, and even if like winning money doesn't have to be just $5, it could literally be the $2,000 prize pool to first when only 400 people are competing for it, right? It is that crazy. And 700 people contests, only 400 people were in this MLB contest, 450 last night, and you're competing with that many people for $2,000. You're going out there and competing 
competing on DraftKings for the same prize pool with like 2,000 people. So go ahead, check it out. Super Draft promo code SAL. You get a $10 free once you make your first deposit. So this is the target offense sheet. A lot of people like it. You do get this on Patreon. I will also call out that if you want to sign up for Patreon, it charges you at the right when you sign up and then at the beginning of a new month. So sign up today if you want to. I saw a couple of people want to, and I'll refund your July payment. Obviously, you only got one day. So today will be free. So if you want to go into Patreon, it's going to ask you to pay. But then if you stay on for August, which is going to be tomorrow, I will also refund your July payment because that's obviously the right thing to do. And I'm not a dick. So one day of getting it, you're going to get it for free today. That means if you're indeed not already signed up. So be sure to do that. And then just reach out to me once your August payment hits. And I'll just say, all right, I'll go in and I'll refund it. And I'll go do that for you. So go ahead and sign up right now. It'll be free for the six game slate. Millie Maker, take advantage of the projections and the values on there. So the target offense seat, since I want to get through a lot of the early interest, I won't spend too much time here to waste a lot of your time and really not waste, educate you all, of course. But the target offense sheet, if you're listening on the podcast, I go over team pace, I go over the spread, the game totals, and the defense versus position. It's a very nice sheet. So you can come over to YouTube and check it out, or you can get it on Patreon as a downloadable Excel sheet along with the projections. So right now you're seeing the fastest pace overall game environment is going to be going to Phoenix and Washington. That probably shouldn't shock you. Washington playing at a very fast pace as well. So does Phoenix. Another nice pace environment, the fastest pace team on the slate, the Bucks is going up against Boston, who are one of the slower pace teams on the slate. So it's actually going to be a big pace up spot for Boston, which helps their players in that environment already kind of accounted for in the overall team total there and the overall game total of 218 and a half Milwaukee going to be five point favorites. So this is the game that you're probably going to want to be targeting, at least for a lot of spots, a 224 total, lots of value in Washington. Phoenix has a lot of nice price players that we'll get to. It's 115 and a half overall team total. Uh, the highest on the slate slightly ahead of Dallas is going to happen for Phoenix here. So I'm going to like a lot of guys in that game. And we'll talk on two of their stars that you're going to like, Hinton's Aiton and Booker. And then on the other side of that, as seven point underdogs, Washington, and what is less of, left of the corpse of Washington with like Shabazz Napier, Thomas Bryant right now, and Troy Brown Jr. is the best players on this team. Yeah, not looking great right now for Washington. They have a 108.5 total. So they're going to be in a slight pace up spot there. So that's something that's also important to be looking at. So I do think Phoenix is a team that you're probably going to want to go out there and start targeting. Portland's coming in with a 113.75 total, two and a half point favorites. That is the second highest overall total game on the slate at 225 facing Memphis. Memphis has some nice pieces to target. A lot of people ask me that are new to basketball. Do you stack games? If you think a game's going to go to overtime, then stack it. But that's really hard to hit on about only 6% or I think it's two or 6%. I got to look at the number. I think it's 6% of the games go to overtime in the NBA. So that's something that is, is not the greatest of odds for you. So I probably am not going to be stacking games unless of course there's one that is just way better than the rest, which for the most part, there's not. But this game would be that game if anything. It is your late night hammer. So it's going to be Houston versus Dallas. It's a 229 and a half total, one point favorite Dallas as of my recording, 115.25 team implied total for Dallas, Houston 114.25. James Harden already came out and said, play me 40 plus minutes, D'Antoni. I don't want to come off the court. So Harden locked in for 38 to 40 minutes. Feel pretty good about that. Minutes projection, probably give him 38. And then obviously you have Harden. Westbrook is now back. These guys are healthy for now. Then you have on the opposite side, Luca and Porzingis. This is going to be a high scoring affair, obvious based on the Vegas total. This is the highest total on the slate. It goes right now, highest totals in order. Houston and Dallas is number one. Number two is Memphis and Portland. Number three is Phoenix and Washington. I think those are all games that you're probably going to want to be attacking. Orlando and Brooklyn, 211 and a half total. Game total, lowest on the slate. Brooklyn only a 102.25 total because they are just a bunch of nobodies out there. But Karis LeVert, you're going to want to get to. And unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of value on the Brooklyn team. It's just trying to figure out who the hell is going to be that value. So let's get into it and try and figure out who the hell is going to be that value, Sal. So early interest right now. Again, this is not my overall player pool. This is the early interest. 
interest. These are going to be guys that I have interest in as of right now. That is what early interest means. And I'm giving you right now on this slate about 22 guys, 21 guys, I think. But on a six game slate, my player pool for 150 max is going to be a lot more than 21 or 22 players. So this is just early on. Again, I'm recording this Thursday night. So I will call out that if any news breaks, I don't expect a ton to break because it's already 8 p.m. But if any news comes out via Twitter that just says this guy is out and you're like, Sal, how the hell did you not mention this in this video? One, it, it the, well, the main reason it just did not come out in time, right? I'm updating right now. I don't see anything coming out right here. So yeah, if I just missed a key stud player that is also out because there's just so much news going around, that's my fault, but I looked pretty deeply into it. I don't think I missed too much, but let me know in the comments if I did and don't be an asshole about it. But anyways, we're back to this. I like Harden and Luca over Giannis. Giannis normally doesn't see big minutes. He's obviously mega efficient in the best fantasy point per minute producer in the league. He just doesn't see big minutes. And it doesn't seem like the spot that Milwaukee has to come out here and try and win games and try and run Giannis into the ground. No blood. So I don't, I don't doubt that they just kind of take the pedal off and just put Giannis out there for like 26, 25 minutes. There's been whispers of that. Whereas on the opposite side of that, you have Harden who's saying, play me 40 damn minutes. So I like Harden at 11,000. Luke at 10.5. That's some of the cheapest price points we've seen on him all year long since the beginning of the season in that high pace environment and that high team total, high game total, highest in the slate in Dallas versus Houston. Those are my two favorite payup options. If you're talking 10K and above, pretty much just prefer them ahead of Giannis. If you're going down a little bit more at this point, and I'll zoom in right now for you heading into the 8K range, there's some players in here, a couple other guys that I'll probably get to, but I like Booker the most. Again, a really nice matchup against Washington, probably the best matchup you could have. Bradley Beal would have been maybe a little bit of a bump up to the defense and he's not even there right now. So it's going to be all day for Booker and a really nice pace environment. You're looking at a guy that was seeing 36 minutes per game before the break. He's going to be in a great situation, a 30% usage player. I like that as well. And then Vooch at 8,500. Vooch is just so disrespected. This can easily be a $9,500 player. He's just not there for whatever reason. Now you're going up against Brooklyn that Jared Allen has issues on defense. Jared Allen gets in foul trouble a lot. There is nobody behind Jared Allen. It's going to be like Rodnos Kukris, or I can't say his last name wrong. I'm sorry. I can't even say his whole name correctly. I'm sorry about that. You're looking at Vooch going up against Jared Allen, which is already a mismatch, like in favor of Vooch. And now Jared Allen, which he normally does, like in a lot of games, gets in foul trouble. Now Vooch is going up against a bunch of power forward and small forward type build players. Yes, $8,500 Vooch is already a value. It can get even better. DeAndre in 7,900 against Washington, against Thomas Bryant, who is kind of getting worked back into his role. Mo Wagner, who does not know how to play defense. There's nobody back there right now that I'm worried about. DeAndre Ayton was absolutely crushing before the break. Likely the best play on the slate, $7,800, Karis LeVert, no Dimwitty, no Kyrie Irving. Karis LeVert is going to see like a 1.5 fantasy point per minute production, 39.4% usage rate with those two guys off the court in pretty significant minutes of a sample this year, $7,800. The only thing you can say is Orlando's defense, which is not the same as last year. It has been improving, but it's going to be Markel Fultz out there. It'll be a little bit of DJ Augustine. I'm not too worried about it. LeVert's going to take a lot of shots. If LeVert goes out there and shoots 20%, then yeah, it's going to be bad chalk. But if not, if he just does his decent thing, he's going to pick up a ton of assists and rebounds just being on the court. You're going to see Karis LeVert popping off for a guy who's only seen 29 minutes per game. Don't trust that because he was limited a lot of the time to start. He was coming off the bench. You're probably going to see LeVert playing uh, closer to mid thirties in minutes. Maybe 33 is probably where I'll project him at. John Moran at $7,000 flat is fine. I like it. I mean, I think it's a fair price point. You're not getting a lot of value out of it. That's kind of where he's been priced all year long. It's a fine matchup against Portland though, in my opinion, a very good matchup. And I think that John Moran, if you're trying to get these younger players coming out of the break, is somebody that you're going to get a little bit of an advantage out of not being rusty, not having to take as much time getting his legs up under him. I like John Moran. DeJounte Murray at $6,100 against Sacramento. This is a nice spot. 
no LaMarcus Aldridge, now no Bryn Forbes, so just even more secure minutes for Murray. And when there's no Aldridge on the court, actually, believe it or not, even though Murray's a point guard, he's one of the best rebounding point guards in the league. No Aldridge on the court is going to mean even more rebounding rate, more double-double upside for DeJounte Murray at 6,100. I do like that. Jared Allen has no backup. If he can stay on the court, they're probably going to just have to play him 28 to 30 minutes. That's not something you get a lot of out of Jared Allen. Now, it's a really tough matchup against Orlando and Vooch, so I don't love that. But normally, you're getting maybe 25 minutes a game out of Allen. Those extra three to six minutes, yes, they count. Three to five minutes, they count. That might not sound like a lot, but that's like an extra five, seven, and a good, really good couple of minutes, 10 fantasy points. That's a big difference at 5,800. Napier, I'm going to like him. I think Napier averages around 1.2 fantasy points per minute. He does just when you take off a lot of the guys like Beal, like Jordan McRae, like Isaiah Thomas this year. It's not a huge sample size. It's only 100 minutes because he obviously came over later in the season. But Napier, $5,700 in this matchup, the pace environment. I like that. Mello is very similar to, he's a cheaper end version of John Moran, not in terms of the skill set, in terms of like, you're not getting a lot of value out of their price points. $5,400 Mello is probably three to $600 underpriced. So I'll give you that in a decent matchup against Memphis here. So everybody's healthy though. Damian Lillard's on this court, even Nurch is back, right? So it depends what happens with Mello's role. If he's not starting anymore, if they go with a wacky rotation, obviously don't play him. If he's starting at the four, you can get some value out of it. I'm not huge on it though. I'm not not like dying for it. Rashawn Holmes is way too cheap. He's $5,100. He's going to be playing. There's no Marvin Bagley out there. There's no Alex Len, Rashawn Holmes, just like I just said with, uh, I'm not going to hide anything, just like Karis Silver. Early on, I have to do my projections. I have to get a feel. Again, sign up on Patreon down below, totally free for this day. And then if you want to stay on through August, which I'm sure a lot of people do, I'll refund you for July. But Rashawn Holmes has been one of the best players on this team this year. He's been one of the most consistent, one of the most improved, if not the most improved player this year on Sacramento. And he's $5,100 as a big man. I love that. Give me all the Rashawn Holmes I can get. Aaron Jackson Jr. coming back from injury. They say he's 100% healthy in the scrimmages. He was getting some good run and good minutes. If Aaron Jackson Jr., who his biggest issue is similar to Jared Allen, but worse, is foul trouble. If he comes out here and plays 28 to 30 minutes at 4,900 against Portland, if indeed Nurch plays and they're playing big, that can be an issue. But if Melo's playing a lot, it's not going to be an issue for Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, $4,900 is way too cheap. And now you start to get some more of these value plays. Anthony Melton, I like a lot at $4,700. If Melton starts, he's really hard to get away from. Like guys like Melton, Holmes and Karis LeVert is like a really good way to start your lineups as long as Melton is going to be starting. Ish Smith at 4K flat. I like him. I, I don't know if I really want to be playing Ish Smith. I'm not going to set a rule against it. Ish Smith and a guy like Shabazz Napier because the price point is so far off. But if you get Ish Smith starting, 4K is also hard to ignore. Going down a little bit more. Now we're going to get to a lot of these Nets players to be completely honest with you. All of them are in play. Like TLC at $3,500 is in play for me because there's just so many guys out, right? Wilson Chandler, Terry and Prince, obviously Kyrie and Durant, they've been out, right? Or really Durant has been out, but Kyrie's not gonna be out there. Spencer Dinwiddie, there's so much room right now that Chris Chioza is potentially going to start. They're saying some rumors, the coach is saying he's starting, then some he's not. If he starts, he's gonna be hard to ignore at $3,900. It's just gonna be tough to ignore. These guys have to get minutes at this point. Uh, Kirkus, I, I said earlier, I always say his, his name wrong. Again, I'm sorry for that, but he's gonna have to get minutes. He's probably gonna play backup center behind Jared Allen, which is just insane. Have to go up with minutes against Vooch. Again, good matchup for Vooch, but all these Brooklyn Nets are going to be seeing minutes at this point. They're all going to be in play. Obviously, Levert's probably the best option. Then Jared Allen after that. But then you can factor in Joe Harris. You can get TLC at these cheap price points. You can get Chioza at these cheap price points. I think they're all in play. Daniel House starting over Eric Gordon because Eric Gordon is hurt at 3,800 is in play. And also George Hill. I probably prefer George Hill to Daniel House. Um, at this point, if Chioza started for Brooklyn at the point guard position, I would probably prefer him over George Hill, but nothing major at this point. Again, I'm going to do my projections and see where I'm at. I apologize for not having the super draft multipliers. I'm recording this a day earlier, so they don't have their multipliers out for tomorrow yet. So I will have 
have them updated over on. I also have super draft uh, projections over on my projections tab. So you can get that down below again for free today for everything that I cover on Patreon. You can get all this. So I appreciate you tuning into this video. I'm very excited. Six games slate is back. Cannot wait to play again. Check out super draft. I have projections as well as my DraftKings projections linked down below on Patreon. Super draft promo code Sal. That is SAL. Let's know that you came from me. You get $10 free. Go play over there because the rake and the overlay is beautiful, magnificent. You got your appetizer. I just gave you another little biscuit until tonight or until whenever you're watching this, the slate starts for this six game slate, which is your main course, right? And then afterwards, you can actually have a real piece of dessert, whatever that might be. I just got myself some ice cream. It was fantastic. It was muy bien. Whatever you're going to go, whatever you're going to get. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like button before you go. Big old fancy and fat subscribe button just popped up on the screen. Smack that in the bottom right-hand corner. You all rock. Hit the notification bell if you're feeling extra saucy today. Appreciate y'all. Thanks so much. I'll see you tomorrow on Saturday where I think I'm going to make a video. I'm going to be home with the fam. We'll see how I'm feeling. I got to run 11 miles, all this type of stuff. We'll see if we can get it done for y'all. Appreciate you, fam. See you in the next one.